Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn, and I'm in product design at Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I had a branding at Ballard. My name's Carson, and I shop there a lot. <laughs> My name's Tom, and I love to decorate. <laughs> I think we've got everything covered. <laughs> Done. Okay, and see you next see. week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to How to Decorate, the podcast, episode 70. <laughs> How much fun is this? It's I'm great. excited. We're it's like great. five peas in a podcast. We are. We're five How peas in a podcast. How long have you been rehearsing that? I just came up with that this second. I looked at pod and I was like, what am I going to do with pod? And I was like, peas, of course. Of course. <laughs> what else is there? Mm-hmm. So is this basically what you do on your new show? What All happens when it, we just do this? What happens we do when basically. When this when is string, kind of what you're looking at. Wait, what happens when a string bean breaks its arm? Um, when a string bean breaks its arm, it, it's a podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. You did not. I did. He's weird. I'm telling I you, did. he stayed up for days. days. He's, no. <laughs> like, I'm doing a podcast tomorrow. I'm going to think of a joke Run, about a broken arm and a lima bean. <laughs> no, I just came up with that. It's nice. It he actually does. I believe it's, uh, it is. Yeah. It's hard to believe, but it's, I think it might actually be true. I wrote, I wrote I believe most of my own material. Shocking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. And you can't write. People always you ask. You just learn to read. Well, this is really funny because people ask, like, when we do the show, Get a Room with Carson and Tom, Fridays at 9 on Bravo. Mm-hmm. Um, Tune in. You write your own material. <laughs> and, like, they only have, have enough money for lampshades. Yeah, no. Like, we are writing. Oh, my God. People ask all the time. They're like, they're like, oh, my God. Like, who does your script? I'm like, script? I, we are lucky <laughs> I am to like, show seriously, up at, I mean, we are a couple of lunatics in a car. We show up in a suburban. I mean, we go yeah. shopping at Ballard. We put it up in the house. Yes. Yeah, tell us I am literally. How many? So I will tell you Seriously, what really is happening yeah. is that we are running at about 150,000 miles an hour, and Carson's driving, which is hilarious in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll admit so it myself. speaking of moving quickly, um, and then I'm like trying to do all my work for my design for my clients while I'm like while we're like you know getting ready to start shooting, and so there's really not a lot of prep time for us to have really much of a a real sort of handle on what we're doing. I think what's really great about the show is that we actually are it. What you see is actually in real time. Like uh-huh. super authentic. It's, it's very authentic. And it's, it, I think that we actually have a lot of fun in that space mm-hmm. um, and going in and trying to know just enough about what we need to know about so that we mm-hmm. don't go to the wrong house, but we don't <laughs> right. really need to know too much about who they are, what they're <laughs> about so that there's not a sense of discovery and that we're not, kind of like authentically invested in sort of getting because i'm there i'm looking around trying to figure out like yeah we're you know. doing you know that first visit uh we do a lot of like design like csi yeah. you know <laughs> we're looking to trying to get their vibe and right. and also with clients and i don't have experience in this because i'm not really a decorator by trade shocker <laughs> uh, but a big part of the process is finding out you know who is the client what do they like because sometimes they right. can't even tell you 
what their style is. And you have to kind of look at their closet and, or look at their home and try to suss and it out. And also I think, I mean, and I think, you know, certainly if you're in the dating scene, you know, people mm-hmm. think that they're very laid back and they're relaxed. And then you talk to them for 10 minutes, you're like, you're real uptight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like people also think that their style is very like traditional and that they're very old fashioned. And then mm-hmm. you start to look at the things that they gravitate towards. You're like, that's actually really not at all what I think you think it is. Mm-hmm. What if they have so, bad taste? Um, you know, I think a lot of times bad taste, hopefully for most people, is really about education right. and awareness and also kind of like being comfortable with the idea of not being in control for five minutes so that you can actually learn from somebody. I mean, you know, it. I think that I think it's very rare that someone has just I think actually people that have really, really bad taste tend to be. I think bad taste is more interesting than lame taste. Or no, be, no, or no taste. Right. Or no opinion. Right. You or know? being boring. Right. Or being boring. So I do think that there is something – There's people that have bad taste sometimes celebrate it. You know, they're like – they really have mm-hmm. like epically bad taste right. and they Over like the – and they're mm-hmm. into it. And mm-hmm. you're like, you know, it's not my thing, but like I'm proud of you and happy for you that right. you're like embracing mm-hmm. this. And by the way, there is – um, we I did a show called Tacky House that was really about working with people that had extreme mm-hmm. tastes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a woman who everything in her house was leopard. Her car was leopard on the outside and the inside. Sounds Every, great. Don't you guys have know, a leopard um, yeah. Volkswagen? We do. We have a little yeah. convertible bug that we're so, giving away. And so the thing was, is I was not about like erasing her leopard. I was about helping her understand how to make it so that it wasn't a run on sentence, so mm-hmm. that it actually was like there were moments of impact and then there was like a breather and then there was mm-hmm. another moment of impact. So it was like how to tastefully And now my house tasteful. looks great. Yeah. And now my <laughs> no, house Carson, looks great. He, did, he, did he looks really good, right? Is that I mean, how y'all met? Like, He's like wearing leopard underwear yeah. right now. It was like the witness of relocation program. Well, I went to her house <laughs> and she was wearing leopard and... <laughs> You know their voices are always, but oh you can see God. their shadowy figure. I'm she like, I know so, her. I know. She works at Starbucks. I know that lady. She's not safe now. She has to move. But anyway, I'm, I'm derailing That's this. Hilarious! Oh my God. Tom came to my house and said, "Got to get rid of that." You might need a glass of wine. I'm a little, I'm a little tense. I'm a little, I had a lot of caffeine. Did you have a business? No, there? Carson can literally have like a just smell coffee, and literally <laughs> he, this is, he could run a marathon mm-hmm. and. Do exactly right. what he just did. So you guys met on the original Queer Eye. I feel yes. like you didn't know that. No, you just I said, didn't How know did y'all meet? Yeah. What? Because that's what? how young they are. Right. Whoa. It's disgusting. Hey, I knew. You did? I knew. Wait, wait. You guys met us on the original Queer Eye. No, yeah. she did not know. I didn't know that you met. That's oh, you I, didn't even know about that they show. They are right? two of the original <laughs> five of the original Queer Eye. Mm-hmm. Well, the straight guy. You probably thought Did you eight. have to change your diaper before you got here? She did. How old are you? <laughs> well, whoa, yeah. Whoa. I'm a little behind. But when I looked it up, I was like, oh, that, yeah. okay, okay. That's how we started. And we were actually, yeah. um, we knew each other here in the city. We both moved we to New York actually, probably around 91 we or lived, something. Okay, by the way, we lived right in this neighborhood. In this neighborhood. Right where my office is and not far from where Carson lives very close Give to Give your home well. address mm-hmm. right now. It's 171. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Here, one. Give me your credit card and I'll give them that. My phone okay. number is 555 555 Five 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 five. Yeah, he's Call also me. a car like Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah. I'm Carmel. He's Car- he is actually Carmela. It's a different car service. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But he, um, we were we were both at the same gym. I walked into the gym for the first time, and Carson was like, I remember the front desk was like straight ahead. You kind of mm-hmm. come up these stairs, and There's to the sofa. right there was like a small like little sofa in between like 
a room that looked like it could have been a racquetball court. I don't know yes, what it, it was. was. Right? I don't it know what it be. was. It was like a yo I think I did yoga in there once and, and I started a, to laugh and I got in trouble. I had a boxing class in there and I once punched yeah. the instructor in the face by accident. <laughs> yeah. So I never went back because they held up a thing and they're like, punch, kick, punch, yeah. kick. And I'm so and bad missed? with rhythm that I punched when I was supposed to have kicked and she had moved the thing down or up oh, and no. I actually hit and her. It was a girl. Did it you was. keep oh my paying God. and just not go back? She was much stronger than I was, though. <laughs> well, I often tell people when I walked in and Carson was sitting on that little love seat, whatever, next to the like the kickboxing studio right. or whatever it was. Um, I, be, I said, that's where we met. And he was with these two guys who were really like these two hunky guys. Who mm -hmm. I've soon found out were like one was a trainer or like. Yeah. And so we Carson and I met that way and we would start to see each other. I'm not that regularly. I don't know if you can tell by my body, but I'm not a gym bunny. But anyway, <laughs> these bodies but, were built on rigatoni. <laughs> exactly. And um, but the thing that's funny is I always tell people that yeah, we met in um, at the gym, at the gym, and Shoppers. that we're power lifters. We were power lifters yes. back in the day. Oh, liars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you went on to the and first session of Queer Eye. Yeah. Yes. We both serendipitously found out about the show, yeah. and I don't think either one of us had designs to be on TV. I was like, with this face, no, this is radio. And um but we both kind of found out about it kind of yeah. accidentally and just I'll never forget. I was actually out. I never forget. So I was so I go to the, you know, whatever the in you know when they're they're the interviews. Audition. Audition. No, this it. no, no, this wasn't even an audition yet. I think this was just yes. the interviews. It was the interviews. Yeah. It was before they even had you go through an audition. Right. You just kind of went into this conference room, you stood there and they just would come in, like they wanted to meet you. Like yeah. there was nothing you weren't auditioning anything. It was but like then, a look see. But then they had the part where they actually brought you into the room with other people. And Carson kept getting pulled into different <laughs> groups. So I was like, he's definitely gonna get that. And he had a big Louis Vuitton duffel bag and he was pulling belts and everything. Thing and changing it. You were the fashion guy. Yeah, yes. and you were the I was the interior guy. design. Mm -hmm. And so I just showed up just sort of like, I'm not even sure what exactly what's happening, but um Carson and it was so funny. I was like, I just can still remember you really in that big conference room. It was at the Hotel Pennsylvania. It yes. was in the ballroom. Yes, yes. And there were literally hundreds of New York gays that were coming through to like yeah. try and out. People, a lot of people from Boston. A lot of people were very interested the yeah. were there. Uh -huh. And um, yeah, and I had that Stephen Sprouse Louis Vuitton bag. Mm -hmm. And I remember I went in early and like 50 gays were like, what did they say? And I said, they said, you can all go home. I yeah, you did say that. You did say I that. Did. I he did. I did. You were there. That. He literally walked into Actually, this big conference room and they said, what did they say? What was it like? Carson goes, he, they said, you can all go home now. I have a high self-esteem problem. <laughs> I really, I did back then. But now uh, I'm quite humble. Oh my god! <laughs> so have you guys worked together since that show, or did you just stay uh, in touch at the gym? No, we and we didn't. We weren't even at the gym. No, no. We, you know, we were we, lucky. We knew each other before, and then we did the show together for about five years, a hundred yeah, episodes. Yeah, and that was a very bond. Oh my god, experience. it was so much fun. We literally oh, yeah. were in a recreational vehicle for like moments. My dog years. was me, my dog, and Carson and Kyne and Jay. Jay Dre had a few animals he brought under the Uh huh. Yeah, he had pets as well. But, but we literally were in a like an RV. Like who, for who drove? sweet. Oh no, 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 no. It was none huge and it had hair. <laughs> it had two like chairs where you get your hair done. Yeah, and it had like it was a wardrobe our... area. Yes. Oh and it had like sofas that we would lay on. I mean, we lived in that thing. But and we my also... office would come and go from there with like here's like, swatches. Here, like swatches. And... Like, here, what about so this? So you fabric? were carrying on a second oh my career. Gosh. I was yes, running my while he was doing that. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's one of the reasons on our new show that we're actually one of the things that that I was really 
hoping to make work, which didn't really work out exactly uh-huh. how we'd hoped, but was that we were going to shoot out of my office so that it would make it easier for me to like still be available to do things right. with the designers yeah, was, in the office. Client. I have to interject <laughs> a comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it only made things really complicated for you. We ended up shooting here on like weekends or at night. And I was like, there was nobody here. They were just like, how do we lock the doors to yeah, the building? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was very funny. But um, so yeah, so it, so when you watch the episode, like actually this is the table that they shoot us on. Right. We're in your uh, showroom now. Let's yes, just say so we're that. in the showroom. Yes. We're in the showroom in the New York Design Center. Uh, the showroom is called Sedgwick and Brattle. Then my design company, Tom Felicia Incorporated, is basically in 2,000 square feet behind here. And I have an this outlet wall. to plug you my do. phone Lucky in you. here as well. Do you have to bring your own extension cord? No, yeah. they have a charger for me. They're so <gasps> hospitable here at Sedgwick and Brattle. Yes. Um, I do, like I waltz in the building, like, hello. And I'm like, I don't really work here. <laughs> so funny. I do the same thing. And sometimes when I leave, I'm like, don't tell them I stole this. <laughs> I love it. Well, I was already trying to find things that will fit in my purse. So look away. It is a big right. purse. So. It's a big bag. Yeah. We noticed it was full of a lot of furniture. Get <laughs> that Bergere chair out of your bag, there. ma'am. Mm-hmm. So now in the new show, mm-hmm. you're the uneducated sidekick. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. Tell us about that, dummy. Well, I mean, the show came about very organically because I've always um, I've always loved interior design. And I've obviously always been a fan of Tom's because he is so talented. And um, I bought a house in Pennsylvania, like a weekend place. And I was like, I can renovate this by myself. And, um, and I made a lot of mistakes. I brought furniture that didn't fit in the door. I put up wallpaper like while I wasn't there and they did like a giant room. And then I came back and I was like, God, that looks awful. Mm. We have to take that down. And they're like, are you serious? Yeah. Um, they're like, ma'am. They're like, ma'am. This is going to cost sir, a lot of money. Ma'am, you know what whatever. Like. Anyways. You know what you like, but you don't know. Like, I didn't really the- know the science of interior design. Right. So organically, the concept of the show was that I love interior design. I would love to learn more about it. I think I have like good taste. How can I, you know, learn about the biz? Right. And that's kind of really right. the one of the tenets of the show is that I get to tag along and and help with like these. Every episode has a big, giant, like legitimate Tom right. Felicia incorporated like design project, which is usually large budget, a pretty glamorous house that requires beautiful interior design. And then another project that's a little bit more small and approachable for a novice like me or someone watching at home that wants to be able to change their space. Like literally the next day, there's DIY projects, there's inspiration that you can, you know, have a more approachable budget and change your space and make it chic and fun and look like you. Right. And I think that's what's interesting about this show. And that's something that I think also is very much about Carsonized personalities and the way that we approach people and life and just sort of things in general. I mean, it's like, so I, I love the idea that we have, you know, that we're doing things that are more entry level and that are, you know, a little bit DIY and that like the cupcake shop or that we're doing, you know, uh, or, or the, 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 the one room that we did for, um, you know, the psychic Zenobia. Was, Zenobia. Oh my she gosh. was, she uh-huh. was awesome. Wasn't she great? And, yes. and, and, you know, a lot of it is also like those, you know, sometimes like when we're having a conversation, we were just talking about window treatments two minutes ago, curtains. Mm-hmm. And as we do, as we do, you use the word and curtain. You just, I do. Yes. Curtains. That is now, a, can I tell you that's a thing? No. Why it do is. you say curtains? Wait, tell me, tell me, tell me. Cause I will tell you why we say drapery. Okay. But no, Get so let me ask school. So let me, tell it, okay. It. I'm going to tell I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give this you, I'm going to give you what it is on the program. So, draperies are a decorative sort of fabric number that would go on a window that does not move. It is a thing like a an swag and jabot. Ah, it's an okay. embellishment. It is something 
that like so if you have a like a beautiful mm-hmm. old house that you know federal house or something and you do a swag and jabo just over your living room windows with nothing else that is a drapery mm-hmm. because it actually does not function it's fixed. It, yeah. is, it, is a, it is a decorative is a decorative moment um preach if it, honey if it, preach if it opens and closes at any level that is a curtain. <gasps> mm-hmm. I feel so dumb. The curtain just opened on your mind. Did yes, it? Yes, yes. yes. But that's what it, so a, cur- a curtain is an operational thing that, so when you go to bed and you get up and you say, I'm going to close the curtains, you close the curtains. And very often if you look at like, you know, great old historical homes, they'll have a swag and jabot and then curtains that right. are like sort uh-huh. of... If your husband yeah, gets up and says that, it's a warning. It's like, yeah. my God, no. my really life is a lie. You're not allowed to go fishing anymore with that guy named Larry. That's right. <laughs> you never come home with fish. <laughs> what were you doing at the orchid show? <laughs> I like it. This is good. That's it's good, good for women one. to right. be knowing. Yeah, no, if your husband knows what a Davenport is, do run. Yeah, but you could just say, hey, you know what? Maybe we should rethink our open marriage. Yeah, 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 exactly. Maybe you should just be my decorator. <laughs> exactly. You know, I adore you. And by the way, those are my shoes. Yeah, let's go shoe shopping. <laughs> All right, I interrupted your whole thing before with my curtain yep. drapery thing. I don't okay. even remember what you were talking about. No, you? that was I was ready for you to get schooled because See, those like are the it. types of things that I learned Every because week. Tom has a very um he's educated How did in that the happen? interior design world. Me. I know. I that scares me sometimes School. too. But we were we were talking about um we were talking about about those cur- the fabric. I also am a shopper and I shop without um Measuring a plan. Measuring or without having a point of reference or a plan. Mm-hmm. And I literally was in this building, the New York Design Center, and I found some fabric. Without being sober. And, <laughs> yeah, boozy uh, shopping's the best. Then, of course, they dropped it off without me knowing. I'm like, I dropped your fabric off at Tom Sherman. I was like, oh, no, I wasn't there yet. Of course, like things are arriving here mm-hmm. for me. And then we had a conversation. <laughs> I said, should I make these into d- a curtains? Or draperies. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're going to move yet. <laughs> and then he, and he was like, no, you. this would be better for pillows because it was a big repeat and it would have been a waste of expensive right, you're gonna fabric. Lo- you're going to lose all of – you're, you're oh, not going to see what pattern. you want to see. Right. So, I mean, it just – you know, and I think that also sometimes you look at textiles. I mean, I look at them and I think, okay, this is a very expensive, you know, textile. And – you're going to lose a lot of what you love about it. Mm-hmm. And so choose a place where you can have it have an impact and tell its story and be a part of the overall kind of like narrative of what you're, you know, what you're doing aesthetically. And then create give it give something, give the window treatment something that is maybe a little bit less expensive uh-huh. and also is maybe sort of like you know, it, that plays well with that fabric and, and brings you to it, you know, so that they feel like it, it's like a, you know, it, it becomes sort of a great cast member as right. opposed mm-hmm. to the focal point. Well, it's right. so much money, drapery panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or curtains, right. as mm-hmm. one might Yes, say. right. Absolutely. Window so treatments in general, yards. you have to really be thoughtful about the cost of them. Also, right. body cloths for big pieces of furniture like sofas. You know, you have to think about what that fabric is and the durability of it. And then you can have more fun with the pillows and also chairs. It's obviously a little bit more, you can be a little bit more whimsical and a little bit more crazy. Same thing with dining chairs. You can mm-hmm. start to, you know, I always say make a big impact with small spaces, but the same thing with like small maybe a things, chair, right? yeah. small, small smaller pieces, pieces uh-huh. can be a little bit more kind of over the top because it's been your life's motto hasn't it, it? Has exactly Make, i know it's sad yes it's okay <laughs> i'm safe here with you guys thanks yeah just the five of us so as we look around your showroom now the question yes um 
it doesn't feel neutral. Yeah. But it's very neutral. Well, right? When I will you really tell you. Dig in. So I'll tell you just so, just so you know, this showroom is this really is an experience center for a lot of our product from High Point. In High Point, we sell to buyers, mm-hmm. and buyers do not buy. They're not looking for things that they can't put on their floor. So you have to speak to the buyers that uh-huh. are out in the world that are uh-huh. coming to showrooms at High Point. So very often you'll see um, really crazy pillows, and you'll see like a pop of color here and there, but most things are presented in fabrics that actually speak to the buyer. Right. Because the designers that come in don't care if it's in, yeah. they don't care what it's in mm-hmm. because they're going to put it in their own fabrics yeah. for their clients and they're not looking at your fabrics or just looking at the silhouette. But buyers really generally do not have like the design background. So they're coming in looking for answers to be able to put that stuff on their floor and for people to come in and say, I would like that and bring it into their home. So mm-hmm. it's very, so we end up getting a lot of the things that this is a little bit of uh I would say the land of misfit toys. <laughs> it's still really but, pretty. It's, it's, yeah. Even though it's neutral, though, it's so it's interesting. And there's yes. so many interesting objects. When you really and dig textiles, into each corner, there's, there's a lot cool to look stuff. at. So many yeah. textures yeah. and. Well, a lot of you know this this showroom really became. This is our conference room. That's our kitchen. We sit here and have meetings. That's someone's office. Who she's. Obviously, she's we make get a television a, program here. We make a TV show here. Um, <laughs> I like to just so we say have that. we have a lot of like we have parties in this space. We do birthday parties. We do events for like Bat you know mitzvahs, all weddings, sorts of things. Yeah. Whatever you want, whatever we you can want. do it here at Sedgwick and Brattle. Yes, we so have a uh, bachelorette of, party. We are thinking about at it. Nine thirty. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, gals so are going to have to keep drinking. Yeah, and we have tube tops for everybody. Yeah, we have ours under this. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it really is um, kind of like a little bit of an experience center that way for really also the office so they can sort of participate with some of our stuff and we use it like so it's, this stuff is getting used and abused. And um, and so for me, this was like not really like a showroom showroom. We sell things off the floor. It's a little bit of like it's a, it's it's kind of a hybrid of a showroom slash office mm-hmm. up front. What I thought was great about it was that for a lot of the designers that work here, we have 20 people, 22 people back there. So I wanted the designers. Horizontally. I know, you're, you're pointing like it's I'm like so back there. No, no, but I mean, is behind this wall is, no, oh. it's just like the same size space as this back there, okay. but with offices. And so the designers, you know, that don't go to High Point don't really know the product. They don't know mm-hmm. what we do. And also we, we tend to sell very different things to our private clients than what we manufacture. So a lot of times clients will come in and go, Oh my God, I love that chair. And that we'll end up using it, but we don't use, I don't, I don't exclusively use my product on the show. I don't exclusively right. use my product in my clients' homes. I, as a designer, I try to do things that I think are make sense for the person. Right. And if some of our pieces make sense, then we'll bring them in. If not, then we, we, we work with all, I look at it as like, it's about creating, you know, something that sort of tells your story and we use, Ballard, we use mm-hmm. our stuff. We use, you know, we, we there's no one that we do not bring to the table that's willing to participate. So we're, I think what's fun too is you always, you know, approach it a little bit like with a fashion sensibility where we don't all live like you don't wear Chanel head to toe right. or um, yeah. H&M head to toe. You, you know, maybe buy a nice pair of shoes and then do an H&M top with like a pair of jeans that are kind of moderately priced and you do that um, and throw high, a piece medium, of vintage. Low. Yeah, right? and throw in and something vintage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how everybody lives. And I think that's um, on the show. We certainly yeah. design spaces that way. I, and I, I agree with that 100%. I also think Carson and I are kind of that way as people. You know, there's like, I think what I, one of the things I love about Carson 
and there's a lot to love about him. He's probably the most hilarious person Keep I've going. ever met in my life. Um, but <laughs> he is out. really actually super down to earth, which I think is amazing. And for someone coming out of the fashion industry, which I think sometimes is not the most down to earth mm-hmm. sort of like space. And, and then a simple Lutheran gal from Allentown. Yes. <laughs> and also I think, I think as an interior designer, I feel like that's always been kind of my, you know, I've, that's kind of where I've, landed you know in my in 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 my world and i love that and it feels like it not only makes sense for me as a designer but i also like that it feels like that's where we are in design right now mm-hmm. as a whole and i think yeah. whether it's food or it's real estate or accessibility it's, yeah it's obviously like, like yeah i mean tom is the same way like he was saying about me like our show is, you know, always aspirational. I think we always want to give people yeah. ideas to like do something amazing and to right. make it and better. Push the envelope. But yeah. it's never snuff, stuffy or snobby. And Tom's yeah. approach to design has always been that way, from Queer Eye to his company to now. Um, it's a good mix. It's 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 um, it's lighthearted and easy. We're serious yeah. about design, but we're not serious people. Right. Yeah. Well, how do you balance that with making sure that you're getting quality? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you don't want to. I think you have to know what to invest in. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I always call them anchor pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's kind of corny to say, but like the bedroom is the bed. The dining room is the dining table. Uh-huh. The living room is the sofa. Like if you take well, the I dining table out of the dining like room, that. it's just a room of chairs. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's just a room that yeah. you sit around. It's like you're at, you're at an AA meeting. So it's like, you know, <laughs> a bedroom without a bed is just like an uncomfortable place to lay your head. You, so right, it's like, yeah. those are the, those are the pieces that you should invest your resources mm-hmm. into. And that's where your quality should go. And if your two bedside tables for the first two years are just two Lucite cubes Mine are from Target. with, with mm-hmm. architects Literally. lamps on them, that could be like a really cool look next to a fabulous bed. And it's the same way, like Carson would explain that with fashion in with terms of like, you get know, a great blue blazer by the yeah. best you can afford. Right. But if you want to get a fun tie from Zara and yeah. wear it for yes. a season and throw right. it away, Great shoes, great, great belt, right. you know, great shoes, great belt, whatever. A good watch. A good watch. Those and then, are kind of, you know, you build a wardrobe of classics, mm-hmm. just like you get a great right. sofa, great dining table, a great bed, and then you have fun with the yeah. accessories. It's just with your wardrobe. You wouldn't buy everything at like a discount yeah. store. Right. You layer in high, medium, and low, spend the money. Some on new the things, some pieces. old things, some mm-hmm. things that are sentimental, some yeah. things that are like fun, some things that were gifted that you're like, Feel like something that's you have wacky. Have, that's a yeah, conversation. Piece, a little bit I think. of quirkiness mm-hmm. is always yeah. good. You know, Albert Hadley used to always say, "Like, there's got to be. You always have to have something." I think that's- Sister Parish said that too. The mm-hmm. two of them probably came up with that. Are yeah, they were. I even know who they are. Yeah. Yes, so, yeah. I, I actually read. I get all the books. I read. All the I used to work books. for Albert. I mean, he was. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was, he was were you? Up. How long were you with them? So I was an intern with them between my junior and my senior year, and. When I graduated from college, they hired me out of school and I was there for like another, I don't know, maybe almost a year. And then I left there and went and worked with um, Robert Metzger for about another two or three years. Mm -hmm. And then I left there and went and worked with Jeffrey Bill Huber for about three years. Well, more than three years. Weren't you Jeffrey Bill Huber's babysitter? No, I didn't have the baby yet. <laughs> oh, you mean his babysitter. Yeah. Oh, he always I says that about it. me. I've been waiting to use yeah, that yeah, dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally. I'm like, no, he didn't have his son yet. No. And no. Carson, do you want us to give, you want to give us your background? My resume? Yes, tell um, Carson yeah. went to high school with Jesus. <gasps> I and did. I've always said, did Jesus always want to be a carpenter? Carson said like, since day one. And then I would say to Tom, what was it like when they invented the wheel? Was that, did that change everything? <laughs> look on their face when the first flame started <laughs> anyway <laughs> i have always had a design background and i um 
I've mostly worked for Ralph Lauren for seven years when I moved to New York. I had a, I always loved um, horses as well. So for a minute, I worked for the U.S. Equestrian Federation here in the city. It got me to New York. And then I was like, oh, this is nonprofit. I'd really like to buy some shoes <laughs> yeah. or food. And I hate choosing between the two of them. So I better find something in the profit sector right quick. And uh, I worked for Ralph Lauren. And uh, I was very young. And uh, I worked for Jerry Lauren, who was Ralph Lauren's brother. And he ran the men's company. And uh, it was great because I got to meet every licensee. I got to kind of, you know, see every bit of the design process, golf and tennis, men's sportswear, advertising. So I got a great education on the job. I always tell people it was like the devil wears Prada, except everyone had embroidered lobster pants on and they were very nice. <laughs> that's so funny. They were that's nice, actually, really? I mean, that's yeah, very similar very to my nice. experience as well, because what I did, I was, so I was at Parrish Hadley, which was kind of like this amazing place in terms of like, it's, affin- iconic. it's kind of like yeah. a finishing yeah, yes. school for designers and to be around that and see it and mm-hmm. hear it and touch it and feel it and experience it was really cool. Then working for Robert Metzger, who was such an amazing businessman and he was so dynamic and he was so over the top and he was really an interesting guy. And he had a showroom in his, um, in his office before anyone else really did that. So he was... Uh-huh. Really a brilliant businessman. And then Jeffrey Bill Huber, who's, I mean, I love Jeffrey. We were just on a trip with Jeffrey Carson and I, and he's so much fun and he's such a great guy and he's so talented. And I, having worked with him for such a long time, I just, you know, I was so lucky to have such diverse experiences. And, and Jeffrey to me was probably most similar in taste or like style because mm-hmm. Albert was kind of a modernist, which I really leaned towards. I loved Robert's um, sort of personality and the way he approached the business model. And I thought that Jeffrey was, you know, just incredibly uh, gifted in terms of like taking what sort of was old school and making it feel sort of fresh and mm-hmm. sort of now. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. So, and and he has a really, a really crazy fun personality, which I also enjoy that in people. Um, so anyways. we had a great time. We all went to Round Top, Texas. Yeah. Oh, bin. yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we had so much fun. With so many designers, and we shopped the markets, and uh, Michelle Nussbaumer was yeah, with oh, us. Yeah, 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 she's you fun. You can imagine we had yeah. a great she's time. She's a yeah. style icon. For yeah, sure. she's fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's really fun. Yeah, we had fun. a good time. <laughs> did you bring anything great. good home? I did. I bought a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, but it's not here yet. Were you in bed or something together? What? I feel like I saw oh. a photo of all of you on Instagram <laughs> we were, like, we in were, bed together. We went to this place. Oh, we um, were in bed together. We were. And then there was one where I was laying on the floor. I mean, there was, there was <laughs> one where, we, did you see the one with we the video where we were riding the Longhorn Bull? No. Oh, go to my Instagram. Um, we had a lot of They had a longhorn. They had two longhorn bulls there like for us to ride. Bull. And a, a living bull with horns as big as my car. And we actually got on it and drank wine. How and, big was uh, the bull have, if the horns the were as big as your car? The bull was about the size what kind of, of... a Fiat or a Caddy? Uh, it, was, it, was the, it was the size of like a um, Kia Sophia. If you know what that is. I don't, but I can imagine. It was a very large animal. And we got on from the wrong side. I mean, I know about mounting livestock. I'm still dating okay. that animal. Um, and uh, I was it's like, we're not really allowed to get on on the right awkward, side. We must mount from the left. And I was like, this thing could run away and like run through the antique center. But it didn't. And it was really fabulous. And we had a great time. And you drank wine on the back of it. We did. We had champagne. I did. I, was, I had a drink in my hand. I don't think it was the best idea. Pillow was it place. 9 a.m.? It was probably ten thirty. You know, it was. Yeah, it was. Spar- it was the hour when you'd want something sparkling. Okay. I have to say, I'm always like Carson. Do you want a drink? He's like, it's nine o'clock in the morning. I'm like, but we're uh, on vacation. Yeah, <laughs> all right. rules are suspended in airports yeah. and on I vacation. Know. I know, but mm-hmm. I've started not drinking on airplanes just because. 
No, I just I decided that I was like, maybe this is a place where I shouldn't drink really? 47 drinks. Interesting. How about 45? <laughs> Life is changing. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Just cut like down, it. right? It's very adult of you. It is. Ugh, gross. It I is. know. Ew, gross. I know. I'm not I very like good. Ask Carson, am I good at being an adult? Sometimes. <laughs> So how many shows have you guys recorded? Are oh, you done ten. recording for we your season? Ten. We did our first season. Okay. Ten. And um, hopefully um, <laughs> we will um, get to do more so everybody needs to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. DVR yeah. and download We're, like yeah. mad. We will. We downloaded the Bravo app mm-hmm. um, today and we've been watching things on the oh, app. Good. So that's nice and easy. Super easy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So even mm-hmm. if you've unplugged from cable, it's easy piece. Watch on your it, phone. Yeah. Or if you have one of those newfangled Apple TVs or any kind of <laughs> Wi-Fi TV, you can I know. watch from the app it's at home. It's so interesting. Yeah, it's so crazy. But it is fun for us to be back at Bravo because we, having been there before yeah. and mm-hmm. now we're back. We it were, was like home. We were with Andy Cohen earlier today and it was like, it was just kind of one of those moments where I was like, every once in a while, I, Carson and I are just like, it's sort of interesting to have had that experience and then to have it again uh-huh. is like, it's unlikely, you know, that that would happen and to be able to do it and have fun right. and actually do something that I think that we're very proud of and that we're like, you know, I was at an event last night for, for my wall covering line and I had a, the show playing in the background right. and everyone's like, oh, do you love watching your show? And I'm like, actually not really. I mean, I would prefer watching watch it by it. myself yeah. than with other people because I'm always like, what was I wearing? Oh yeah, my God, my hair looks stupid. I'm like, what's that thing on my eye? I'm like, no wonder I'm single. Oh my God, wait, what I do what? Why did I try to contour? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I have that thought all the time. I was like, it looks like I have two giant bruises on both cheeks. Not good. Yeah, so we want to learn. Do you have a favorite episode this season? Besides um, the Ballard one, of course. Okay, so I will tell you, I've only, I mean, I've seen the first three episodes. I haven't seen the fourth, which was right, just this, right. this last weekend, uh, this last Friday. And I was, it was only because of just scheduling, basically. And I was about to watch it and then something happened, I couldn't. But anyways, um, I would say to the, f- I would there say. There many fun ones. I mean, I love yeah. the one with Kenyatta. And Rudy, because she was kind yeah. of like a tough customer, spicy. which she was, was spicy. Kind of fun. Yeah. That and was kind of great. Was gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, he and was but like a tattooed high school. And principal. also, I have to say, well, you know what was interesting about that? Pro- that I that I, you know, it's it's hard to pick one that I like more than the other. Really, I mean, but I would say, great thing about Kenyatta was that it's a house that we all see a lot, mm-hmm. and it is like almost in every sort of suburban neighborhood, like a '90s contemporary. Yeah, like late '80s, early '90s contemporary, and you're Growing like, pains. and people are like, yes. "What do you do with these? Like, how do you mm-hmm. how do you handle yeah. these? Like, people don't really know how to like make them feel current." Uh-huh. And I think what we did in that house felt it really brought it up to speed and we did it and a lot of what we do is really about interior design and interior decorating it's not about renovation it's not about doing huge you know like knocking down walls we're really coming up with clever and easy and interesting and decorative ways to make people's homes feel more like them bring them up to speed Mm -hmm. and give them you know like a really great aesthetic and point of view Mm -hmm. and using a variety of of resources that that we kind of put into the combination of the people that live there. So oh, I think you know what else was a good one, and it's that same thing. I think a lot of design shows either they just they find a house and then they just make it look like they make all their houses. Look yeah, like yeah, them, yeah. And they renovate it to be that. way. And by the way, I love those. And I love those shows. We're addicted to all of them. We love those shows and we watch those shows. But I will say, I think what what really fascinates me is about 
taking the things that are available to all of us and coming up with a new combination in, in a way mm-hmm. to use that, those, those things. And then, and, and, and really tell somebody a story and like make it feel personal to them. I think like when people say what's trending now, like what's trending in design now, I would say really being authentic to who you are and the way you live, personalizing your space, making it sort of tell your story. And I think that's, what I love to do because I think that it makes it interesting for us. Every mm-hmm. episode, we it's are not we're not too because what I what I loved about that one we did an episode in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. It was the Italians. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They had one of those two story great rooms, you know, yeah. where it's like French doors, mm-hmm. and then they go up to a Palladian window, and the ceiling is like a hundred <laughs> yeah. feet high. And I'm like, what are we going to do in here? Right, right. And the whole house opens up to the entire first and second floors, and you're like, we can't paint, we can't do this. And Tom had the genius idea to do like a water line and it allowed us to paint part of the space. We'd actually use some Ballard stuff. We used those. Yeah, great, we used a lot like, of Ballard stuff. Red yeah. lacquer lamps. Yeah, it was a Miles yeah. Red lamp Miles that we red. used. Yeah, it was great looking. We loved it. Um, we used um, some great um, olive trees yeah. that you guys mm-hmm. made, some fabulous urns that were for yeah. outdoor that we mm-hmm. put indoor. That we put indoor, yeah. So the idea was I was looking at it and I thought, you know, let's celebrate the idea that they're both Italian and they, you know, they really wanted it to have he really wanted it to have a little bit more of that sort of sensibility. And she was much more about wanting it to feel sort of clean and classic, you know, and timeless. And so we kind of took both of their point of views and created what we thought was, would make him happy and make him feel like there was enough sort of like, like a little bit of ethnic flair, Mm -hmm. but in a cool, unexpected way. And for her, it needed to be, classic and timeless, but also with a little bit of zip so that mm-hmm. he didn't feel like it was like kind too of tame. flat. It was too flat. She kind of had like more of a Martha Stewart, kind of like she wore like yeah. a white blouse with a popped collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he would yeah. want it basically, as Tom said, the John Gotti collection. Yeah, like yeah, 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 he yeah. wanted like, he <laughs> wanted that said John Gotti light. <laughs> that dripped oil. Oh, you know that? I remember like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was yes. usually by the yeah. revolving dessert case <laughs> at the diner. <laughs> With a strawberry shortcake that was bigger than my car. That's what he a lot liked. of things are bigger than his car. Meanwhile, he drives <laughs> a very car. small car. He actually has a, that's I have car. a very large car, actually. <laughs> was uh, it the car in the show? Because for no, safety. No, not that car. It's not actually, that large. No, no. The reason he has such a big car is to compensate. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> have a really small driveway. <laughs> That's not what I've heard. Oh, you mean the driveway at your house? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Don't believe everything you read on the walls here at the New York Design Center. In the ladies' room. Yes. I mean, yes. Oh my gosh, should we do a dilemma? So you guys have some decorating dilemmas here. Yes, people have written in. I love this. And they need your help. Okay. Do you want to read it? I would love to. Hi, Karen, Taryn, and Caroline. My husband and and Thomas and Carson. And Tom and Carson, who are also here. (laughs) My husband and I bought our first house two years ago when he began his PhD program. Just before we bought it, everything was repainted and the carpets were redone in all beige. There's a lot of brown. The kitchen cabinets are looking dated and also brown. I want to paint them, add hardware, and for paint, I'm considering either white uppers and a gray or blue for the lowers, or one of those colors on all the cabinets. I'm priced out of professional painting and it's a pretty penny. Oh, she's priced professional painting and it's mm-hmm. a pretty penny. Yep. I'm considered doing it myself. I know it would be a huge project. Thoughts. Okay, I have thoughts because I've actually done this. Here's what I would do. Um, Tom's going to talk about the design. I'm going to talk about the practicality of it. I have a 70s kitchen in my house in Pennsylvania. It's from 1973. It's equally, it was equally like this 
medium oak color, not fun at all. I had everything painted like a really beautiful gray and it looks fantastic, but I did hire a professional painter because taking the doors off, Mm. prepping them, using the right kind of heavy wear paint, numbering the doors with pieces of, of masking tape. This is door number one. It goes on cabinet number one, keeping all the hardware organized in plastic bags. I could never have done that. So for me, it was worth, I think it was like $500 for him to do all that. For me, it was worth that. You can totally do it yourself. Absolutely. You just must be super organized. Mm-hmm. Yes. And detail-oriented. Well, yes. I would yeah. say, okay, let me, a couple of things. Um, I'm looking at a photograph of the kitchen and my first thought is there are these sort of folding sort of um, countertops that are part On the of the island. island. My feeling is it's if wings, it were me yeah. at the wings, I would just unscrew those and go back. I would allow the counter, the, the island to just be the island that it is. Mm-hmm. Because if these are mostly in this position, and even if they're up, I just feel like I would, I would, I would 86 those. Mm-hmm. That means get rid of them. <laughs> so I would do that. The other thing I would do is I actually really like to the left of the um, window. Yes. I like the open shelving. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. It looks like a little and, French bistro. And I think what I would do, I think I love, um, I would do maybe try to incorporate open shelving all maybe all the way to the refrigerator and then at that point do closed shelving i I love if you're open to the idea of having that open shelving Mm -hmm. i think it could it would changes the look of the whole space Mm -hmm. you could do really great maybe a thicker shelf you could do polished nickel um brackets Mm -hmm. or you could do brass brackets or the blackened metal brackets could be really great but i would recommend glass shelves three quarter inch glass shelves because they're really easy to keep Mm -hmm. but i mean dust and yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna dust that? them. You're gonna dust them anyways. But I will tell okay. you, they're just they're, you don't you don't have painted shelves that you you can Windex them. You're yeah. done, and they're clean. You can okay. use and that's like a it. bleachy spray, and you don't and scratch them. They're yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. It's really light and beautiful. And I would put that upper cabinet color on the wall. I think it'd be really lovely to see the upper cabinet color, that blue color that you're talking about. Right, and you see the swatches there on the left. Yeah, I mean, I love that. I love that like swatch. Slady. That slaty blue gray all the way to the left. That'd be great on the walls. I would also do what we call paint on architecture around mm-hmm. the window because the window looks a little bit naked. But right. what does and that mean? So I would do like, I would take the color of the countertop and you see the countertop and it goes up to the shelf and it's like white and then you have like, wall color and then white again. Mm-hmm. I would do about six or seven inches of white all the way around the window, all the way down to the countertop. And I would paint the, the windowsill and everything and I would use the countertop as the color. And that way it looks like the looks countertop like it frame. Color. It looks like it has a frame. So wait, it, does she have to actually add a trim no, or no. just paint it. paint it? Just paint it. Okay, just got painted. it. Got it. It's just painting. I would do exposed shelves all around, you know, up the uppers. I would put in a great I put in a hood that feels a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, even this this is one of those little recycle you know, even if you just get one at like IKEA that just mm-hmm. has yeah. like the yeah, column. It, looks modern and it just cool. looks a little mm-hmm. bit more substantial. Especially with that open shelf. Right. Yes. And mm-hmm. then paint your under Take all the doors and the drawers out of the cabinetry, put them into like a room like your garage, put paper down and literally have those. I would spray them the yes. first few times. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a spray a painter that you use real paint um, and use uh, the proper cabinet paint that they'll give you that would be like a front door paint. Mm-hmm. And then do brushed finish. The last time you do them, do a brushed finish so that you can repair them without a without a, a spray, spray gun paint, yeah. so and then you, and you hand you hand paint all the rest of the frames 
let them dry separately, give them two or three days to dry so that they are really solid. Mm -hmm. And if you have a, if you, if, if it's in the summer, you have to air condition the house to death. If it's in the winter, leave the windows open, let it get real cold. But you really want to like, you want it to, you want that paint to really be like solid. Like enamel. Yeah. You want it to be right on there. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the idea of the Island being a different color. Yes. Or the color of the wall or the color, you know, it's like, ha, like it could be chic black. It, it could, could be just navy black, blue. Right, it right, could be right, rich teal. Right, right, right. And I think I think that's a really great place to start. Maybe do something really big that hangs over the island, whether it's just a great, um, t- you know, pot rack or maybe a it's a great light fixture. fixture. A couple of light fixtures. They can be something. Ballard has really great, amazing light fixtures mm-hmm. that would hang over that island. It would be Even incredible. Baskety ones. You guys have great weight. shelving like systems. Ballard has great shelving systems that would be great for the mm-hmm. uppers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think start to make it feel less like a kitchen and more like part of your home. A room. Mm-hmm. You and know? it looks like it's open to the rest of the house. So that would be nice. Sure. So it's yeah. not just this yeah. utilitarian space that's open to the rest of the house. It's warmer that way. And I also think there looks like there's a lot of volume above the cabinet. So I think doing something big in the middle could be really kind of fabulous. Mm-hmm. But but I really believe that um, that that will really make the space start to feel interesting and stylish and more kind of a part of – we live in our kitchens now, so making our kitchens feel like our home, having art mixed in on the shelves mm-hmm. and bringing art into the space, mm-hmm. I think is just such a – we live in we live Kitchens in are rooms. the new living rooms. I don't even think it's new. I just think, look, we live in our yeah. kitchens. Get out of them. No. Well, you know why? People really think a lot about the way that they entertain. They think about the way that they're eating. They think about what they're putting in their bodies. We love wine. All of the things that years ago that it were kind of- It has always been, the, you know, everyone always congregated in the kitchen though. If you have a party, people yeah, wind up in the kitchen. Absolutely. They always do. But I just think, think or of our- in your medicine way, cabinet. Think of the things that we value today. Like when someone, when you sit down and you have a glass of wine, you know, to know that it's a Gruner and it's from Austria or to know that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a California cab. People talk about it. They're interested in it, mm-hmm. especially people that love to entertain, people that love to cook. Mm-hmm. We talk about the oils we use. We talk about the salts that we buy. Mm-hmm. So it all happens yeah. kind of in this environment. And also it's like, you know, people are always saying, well, you know, I don't like to have televisions in my house. I'm like, Why? Like we actually, it's something that's part of our lives. I mean, whether it's a computer or a television or whatever it is, we're all communicating through these, you know, it's like there's a time to use it and a time not to use it. But mm-hmm. I think the kitchen becomes a really great sort of, it really becomes a home base or like mm-hmm. epicenter or the, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's center of gravity. It's the heart of the home. Yes, it the is. The heart, heart of the home. home. Can I ask it a question? I yes. Just You're not allowed to speak. Well, no. <laughs> Well, no, um, you mentioned painting this slate color on the walls, but I just yes. wanted to make sure you meant on the walls and the cabinets, both. No, 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 no. I was saying like, so she was originally, she was saying, well, maybe I'll paint the upper cabinets, the slate color, and then maybe the lower cabinets will be like white or blue or whatever. I was saying, I think it'd be really chic in here because she has black appliances. Mm-hmm. I would do the lower cabinets all dark, like almost like an, like a, like an almost black and then do the island okay. in the same color as the walls and do the walls in the blue, slate blue that she likes. Pretty. And then I would do all the brackets either in like a brushed, you know, kind of stainless steel or in a blackened metal with a glass mm-hmm. and let the color be the wall okay. and let those cabinets, the cabinets on the lower, below that white countertop would blend right into the stove. It would kind of disappear yeah. right and into the window the, frame is black too. So the it windows unify black. it all. And, and, then, black. and then a great mm-hmm. way to tie the Island in back to the design is to then put that wall color on, on the, the base. Island. 
So I think it's a really stylish way to kind of mix and match it. And then all of the white is going to come from your from your countertop. So Mm -hmm. I feel like you kind of covered all bases. Unification. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're ditching the next dilemma that's planned because I have our spontaneous dilemma. Okay, okay. we love Mm -hmm. a spontaneous dilemma. So this is from my friends, Russ and Ryan. Hi, Russ and Ryan. You know from Maine. I do. Okay, so they have been saddled with this awful granite countertop in their kitchen that they Mm -hmm, hate. mm -hmm. Got it. They're not ready to yet remove that. No, I totally get it. Same problem in my house. Right, And, and they have painted their cabinets a pretty gray, but they're trying to figure out what to do with their... Are you swiping on my phone? No, no, Don't no, no, swipe. No, 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 I thought I thought I just only went one way and one way. And just by the way, some of there's been no naked Tinder. <laughs> I was very disappointed by the way. I know. That I was like, well, son. he's not naked, <laughs> and that's a plate. <laughs> I only went one direction in each way. I'm right. Sorry. I, I mean, I have. I, I mean, I. I have, I'm he a, knows I'm a good you only swipe one in one direction. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Just like, if you're sake, dumb yeah. enough to leave a nude picture in either one direction, you know what? That's your own fault. <laughs> good point. True. Okay. So stop swiping. It. Get back to the slate. Got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's not even slate. Whatever. It's called granite. Yeah. So the granite. They need right. a backsplash idea. We hate the gray tile. Do we hate I do it? too. Okay, okay. I'll tell you. This is what I think. Okay. Okay. So let me just say, first of all, the countertop that we're talking about is a countertop that has become, I mean, when people decided, hey, we don't like um, plastic laminate anymore. Right. And then all of a sudden, this Everyone they, was dug, they dug this out of the earth and they decided that this was going to be everyone's countertop. Everyone's getting it. It's an oatmeal-y. It's like an oatmeal-y, beige brownie mm-hmm. with a black speckle. Yes, everyone has it. So mm-hmm. my recommendation is, again, and I hate to use this as like, the gray that they're using really has no relationship to the countertop. Right. Mm-hmm. My recommendation would be to take the most, I would go with a Chocolate charcoal gray. Okay. I would go with a charcoal, mm-hmm. not a black, but a charcoal. But very, Whether, very dark. I would right? go with like a charcoal, like the color of, and wait, hold the on. The color of no. charcoal. <laughs> See? Go get a piece of charcoal. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. How pretty that looks with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine if we'll take you know, a picture hold on, of that. Hold on, I'm running around. Yeah, he's running look, around room to room. See, it's, see he's holding it next of, to a television. So if your backsplash was more like that, uh huh. He's holding up a piece of black something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think the idea. Sorry, I'm coming back. Here he comes. I think he the gets idea so excited. That, I think the idea is you want to make people believe it was intentional. That it was intentional, of course. That the countertop mm. was not like we're not trying to pretend it doesn't exist. Oh. We're just trying to figure out how to make it feel at home. The last thing this countertop needs is a natural oak cabinet or anything like that. Right, anything mm-hmm. it honey. needs things cool. It needs cold. It needs the color just, needs to not be warm. It shouldn't be a beige. It shouldn't be a brown. It needs to be a gray, a black. Um, it needs to be a slate. It needs to be something Could be a slaty not blue. A yeah. Slaty, but it, it really does not want to be near anything warm. Okay. Um, the other thing is to put it next to this random gray, which I get what they were trying to do. Mm. But you at least have to pull one of the colors out of here. And the only cool color that's in there really that I think will work is and, that sort of darker color. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's like you're trying to make something bad better with right. something also right. that's not great. Like right. they're both very like – middle of the road, yeah. moderate right. kind of right. looks. And they're the same exact value. So there's not going to be any there's contrast. No, no, no. Right. One, is, one is not like, it's not like a setting for the other one. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I think is, that's not great about this is that I think you want to do something that maybe has a bigger scale because I think also you want to play on the sort of small speckly scale of the countertop. And I think mm-hmm. what you want to do is you want to do like, 
even if it's a subway tile that's in a porcelain. Like three by twelve. You're it's doing, like you're maybe yeah, out? like a okay. two and a half, three by twelve in in sort Four of a eight. in a great sort of um in a mat would be nice oh, because the countertop the, the, shiny. the countertop has a shine. So we want to go against the shine. We want to tone the shine down. So we're gonna go matte on that. Then you're gonna go bigger with the scale. You're gonna go geometric so that it's not the other one's more natural. Yep. So that they have that yin and yang. And then you bring in you you convince people that this isn't black but it's charcoal mm. and that becomes your that yeah, becomes your neutral. Charcoal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well, the great thing if now is that to. once you do that backsplash and you introduce that, that will now make this look kind of not. It'll be like, oh, that's kind of chic, not so bad, right? Right. And then you go to your countertops. Now you can do something because you have the charcoal. Now you can go step down a notch to another gray color, or right. you can go to that, that, that like slaty blue gray mm. that you want to do that has the, now you're connecting it to the backsplash. Mm -hmm. So now you're, you kind of, this is connected to the backsplash. Now the backsplash right. is connected to the next thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas with if without the backsplash, it would just be like, well, why are these two together? So I think that's the way to handle that. Build a bridge. Yeah. So thank God. Now I can go over there and have some cocktails. Yeah. Southern so ugly. Maine is it near no, Southern Maine? No, now they live Maine? in Atlanta. Oh wow, in the ATL. Yeah, they moved to the ATL. Oh, so they're, everyone's they doing were, it. Lived two doors down from me for many years. And Are they, they laughing and singing and having a party? <laughs> everyone in Atlanta is. I think it's time for y'all to tell everyone where they can find your show, where they can mm. follow you. Got and it. Sure. Talk you. Awesome. Well, Great. You can always watch um, Get a Room with Carson and Tom. Every Friday night on Bravo at 9, 8 central. Or you can download the Bravo app and watch it on any of your mobile devices. Mm -hmm. Wow. Or that was like, that was holy good. moly, like I've right? I've said that before. It's almost like he was like, wow. Like that I was, am a computer. Named like Vicky I am a computer. Small Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Carson. I am a computer. I was my like, what? Vicky from Small Wonder. <laughs> oh I God, want to I show you some swatches. Show. It was terrible. It was awful. A show about a child robot. Oh, she had the that was on it? TV. Like she wore that dress? red. God, I don't even I like the no words child robot. The words child and robot together. Oh my God. No, before. No, really? Slightly. Okay. Yes. You can punch me later. We're the same age. Why are you laughing? Why is she laughing? What are your Instagrams, gentlemen? Our Instagrams are at Tom Felicia. Yes. With all I's. T H O M. T H O M F I L I C I A. Thank you. You're good. It's easy because you just, once you remember, it's all I's. That's true. Yeah. And then mine's just Carson Cressley, which you can find me. Thanks for having us. And we really are Ballard fans. And we so heart Ballard. We really do. And we, and we love that you guys were so amazing on the show. Yeah. And we love shooting in your showrooms, your stores. because looks with Ballard stuff. We did. I mean, we did. great. Of all different, you know. Mm -hmm. we like transitional, modern. modern. Like we had some traditional moments. It's really nice. Preppy. Yeah, We did all of it. Awesome. Yeah. Good. We even Good did preppy when people didn't want it. I, Good. <laughs> I did a whole apartment preppy, and this one was like, like I hate um, you. Do you she want to was live like, ma'am. <laughs> take you and your gingham blouse and get out of Dodge now. <laughs> and your oh, neckerchief. God. Yeah, and your neckerchief. <laughs> we will have to well, watch Thank you, guys. Thank you. This was super thank fun. You. We'd love to do this again. All right, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. We would love to read it. And, of course, subscribe to the show so it downloads straight to your phone. The show notes for each episode are at howtodecorate.com slash podcast and follow us on social media. And 
very exciting news. The How to Decorate podcast is now a skill on your Alexa. That's right. So you can just ask Alexa to play the How to Decorate podcast after you go and enable it under the skills on Amazon.com. Yes. Super easy. Super easy. Tell Alexa to play the How to Decorate podcast and your life will be so much happier. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Happy happy decorating. decorating.